0: This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game pilots to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to bet hundred bucks and get a hundred bucks at sportsgiving slash winbet. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash State restrictions do apply. All right, DJs, welcome back. We're gonna do a, a little Amex recap, a little Farmers Insurance Open preview, and uh, I don't know, um, a eulogy for, uh, for for betting outrights, maybe. What do you What do you think, Steve? It's you boy Boston Capper with Steve? the got a golf. Himself. What's up, man? Uh,
1: I mean, uh, it was a eulogy for a lot of stuff for me this weekend. Uh, eulogy for the Giants. uh a Eulogy for probably twenty million dollars that Daniel Jones lost as guaranteed uh, money for his next contract. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I woke up today because I actually I had guys in the mix despite yeah. a lot of bullshit that we were talking about back and forth about how we knew that it was going to end. I posted in the mix. I had Sungjae in the mix. I did uh, my new segment of uh, FOMO Bed of the Week. Sam Burns, good ad. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, thank, I, the thank you to everybody on Twitter apparently who mushed him and crowned him after <laughs> Thursday. I, I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. But you know what, I, I woke up today, I was like, you know what, because I sat through three hours of bullshit last night seeing Eagles fans who've been losers their entire life other than one night, one night, and I saw them just one, one just high step night. in and just dunking on Giants fans. And you know what, I thought today, maybe the universe was going to give me a solid. No, it did not. Uh, no. What happened, what we thought was going to happen, happened know, yep. Um. It was a little closer than I thought it was going to be, but at the end of the day, six to one wins John Robb. and uh, yeah, not not awesome.
0: No, and I told myself, like, I woke up in a different mood. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to let myself get sucked in. to think uh, Taylor Montgomery has a fucking shot. I am not going to let myself get sucked in. Not going to do it. Started like two hundred through two. I was like, okay, fucking Robb left the door wide open on the front nine. Didn't do shit on those par fives. Yeah, it, it just i mean he it, montgomery missed jaron uh jaron from the fairway by eight inches and then he hits the fucking flag stick and watch it on the replay it comes down if it drops an inch closer it doesn't kick out to like the 13 feet and then the golf gods don't even give him the fucking birdie from 11 feet and then like yeah then he fucking shanks it in the goddamn water like but i should i should have just listened to myself I just not even paid attention that because i knew it was gonna happen Was paid a paid yeah, I mean, look,
1: like I'm I'm bitching and despite thing. Actually, I had a good betting week. Um, I had an okay
0: betting week. I did fine. five
1: five of eight positions hit up three units. I'll no. take that. I'll plus money. Yeah, but, I think. I- like, but the problem is, like, like the fun of betting golf is the outrights. Yeah, like it's it's not legitimately how you're going to actually make money, but that's like the fun, exciting part of it. Is just you bet a guy out of 140 guys and you're sweating it down to Sunday. And I've been saying this for the last, ever since the split in golf, just yeah. I mean, you look at the winners <laughs> going all the way back to the PGA. There's been two guys, two guys above 101 for one, everything yeah. else. It's been basically sub 30, JJ spawn
0: and who, JJ spawn. Who's the other one Was it you know,
1: af- after the PGA. So Mackenzie Hughes PGA. was exactly hundred. Oh, that's right. And you're not, you're not. Adam Svensson who's a hundred. Right. Other than that though, it's been at best fifty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think C- I think Wu C- would. A lot of guys got him in, like forty five, and that was one. Yeah, that was the highest. Those are those the longest shot that's fucking hitting forever. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, and gross.
1: like like look like I I I'm gonna get my soapbox again because I every time I'm on a show or somebody asks me you know who's your long shot who's your triple digit winner like, and I understand that this event has bred long shot winners before, but. I, I, I don't see a point of putting one on your card anymore. Just not look either. at what's happening in golf. Look at the guys are winning. And sure, you know what? If there is a long shot winner and you're not on it, first of all, you're probably pretty bad at picking long shots. and anyway. you probably wouldn't have landed on the guy. <laughs> and second of all, it happens so infrequently now, and it's going to keep happening infrequently. As long as, listen, we make fun of guys who are on live. They're still probably going to be, you know, if, if, we, if we put them in Amex right now, Abe Answer's odds are probably like 40 to 1. Like Jason Kokrak's odds, probably like 60 to 1. Paul Casey's probably 50 to 1. Like, and a lot of these guys that we bet this week, your Cam Davises or Rasheed Tagalas, (sighs) like all those guys are probably pushed down to like 75, 80 to 1. Where now, and then some of the guys like 75 are now 100, like where those guys Mm -hmm. that were long shots before are now in the middle there. Yeah, that's gross. It's just. I don't see a point in doing it anymore. Like, like if you're, if you're putting a triple digit on your card, like, like, I, I think you're just wasting money at this point. I'm not saying a lot, a, like a, a long shots will never win, but like you have like a 7% chance, like that tournament of all tournaments, the entire year, that's when it's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't see a point in doing it.
0: No, uh, I mean, I agree with you. I take your long shots on, uh, on some fucking top 20s, top 40s, yeah. your first round leaders. Things like that, where guys where guys can't come out of nowhere and play one good fucking round. You know what I mean? Like, you know, take a look at some matchups and things like that. I did okay with uh i had done a whole lot of rounds around matchups. Um I got burned on Friday, I did okay yes Yeah.
1: I mean I mean um, I, I mean this tournament was a joke too. Like the hard course, same course. I mean it played what like was not
0: hard. Minus <laughs> two and a <laughs> like, half this week? Yeah, yeah, it was not hard. The like, hard course was not hard.
1: Like this thing sh- this thing shouldn't exist <laughs> anymore. It, it shouldn't. I I do, like I don't understand why it's so a pro am format. I don't understand why we need three courses. I don't understand why they have to go to La Quinta. Why that that
0: I, like listen, I, I think you you said it. Like let's just get rid of the fucking La Quinta and yeah. like if it's gonna be a pro am, fine. And what's funny is I heard um I don't know, one of the fucking guys on PGA radio um this morning. Uh, Um, When I was driving around getting everything together before the uh, competition, uh, they were talking about why programs are important, like for the AT&T and things like that. And it's because it's all the sponsors and this is a way to ingratiate themselves to the sponsors. I'm like, fine, that's fine. But how many of these fucking things do we need? You know what I mean? Like how many, how many things?
1: All right. I mean, I I think also, even with like the AT&T, the program has to end on Saturday.
0: Yeah, dude, what Like, I, I even thought I was like, I, it just looks so weird on a Sunday. And like, I I thought about it on Saturday. There was a there was an amateur guy, and Rom was talking to him after his shot. And I was like, Rom wouldn't be talking to fucking Cam Davis. Like, he feels like he has to talk to this fucking, corporate yeah. chill fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, man, how distracting is it for some of these other guys to have to shoot the shit with some schlub like me on a fucking tee box with his millions of dollars? on <laughs> It's fucking stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, fucking, it's
1: fucking dumb. So yeah, look, like I mean. Betting-wise, is fine. Um, I don't like this trend in golf that we're no. seeing. It takes a lot of fun out of it. Uh, I don't want it to be like early 2000s. That was before I was betting, but that's when basically five guys had a shot to win every single week. And well, I mean, that's, the, that's it this week? Well, we'll get to that. Uh, I, I put together a little list. Okay. Uh, I shared a little bit with you. I went a little, <laughs> little deeper. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hammer home. I think how shallow and crappy this
0: dude. Field the back is. end. I was looking at this earlier. Holy shit! The fucking middle of the back end of this field is fucking trash.
1: Yeah. Why? Why? Why don't we take a break first, and then uh, I mean, uh, we're, I'm done talking about Amex. Congrats, John Rom. Congrats to anybody who single bull at six to one. Uh, looks like you might try and go double or nothing at five to one next week, uh, Tory. And uh, yeah, we'll take a break and then we'll. Uh, Start talking about uh, maybe my least favorite tournament of the year. Yeah, you I know you hate this course.
0: I hate this um, course. Right. well, listen. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game pales, The NFL playoffs. I hear uh, we got conference championship next weekend. We got great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Be ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 and get $100. Uh, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgivenpodcast.com win bet so they know we, that we sent you. That's sportsgivenpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change. Terms and condition over at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where winbet win bet playthrough is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 all right.
1: Well, that's not what story, Pines.
0: Well, let me add, let me let me ask. So, so I actually okay. want to ask you this. So, obviously, Rob is fucking unconscious right now, right? You look at what he's done uh, around the world in the last couple months. Just absolutely unconscious. Uh-huh. I, I mean, this is his favorite course, right? This is his favorite course on fucking PGA tour. <laughs> I don't know if I can just do a single bullet ROM at fucking five one.
1: Well, I was just going to ask you that. I mean, do you want to just admit to the audience what you told me this weekend?
0: What? Oh, that I might be done betting outrights. Period. Betting
1: outrights. Yeah,
0: I mean, I say that shit, but you know me. You do. do Yeah, like it's like. Well, that was going to be my suggestion. But I like. Just yeah, I mean, I'm going to look at the board. Just bet the single bullet. But it's a hundred. It's so stupid. This is why I fucking hate this shit looking 5 and 6 to 1 in 143 Manfield. Yeah, it's his favorite. He's playing lights out, but I was stumped with Scotty last year too. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I feel like this is like just a crisis of consciousness at this <laughs> point. Like <laughs> with fucking golf outright betting, like, like there's no fucking right answer. I mean, they're just gonna keep losing fucking outrights, and the top of the board is gonna fucking get me. Uh, yeah. Or I'm gonna, I'll bet the, I'll bet the top of the board, and somebody at twelve to one will hit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like,
1: yeah, double zero and roulette just keeps hitting and hitting over. for real. Taking all the black and
0: red. <laughs> That's right. It's absolutely. I
1: mean, absolutely. look, like, listen, you only have you have one last day this week.
0: Uh, oh, God, forever. fuck, I forgot about that.
1: Jeez. Well, that's why we're doing two next, tomorrow night.
0: Oh, Oh! Well, I, I forgot about that. F- forgot about that, too. Sweet.
1: All right. <laughs> well, yeah, so this is a Wednesday start. It uh, goes Wednesday through yeah, Saturday, which was pretty successful last year. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're not going head-to-head with the NFL. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, it was an exciting finish last year. They got, I think, pretty lucky with with how that ended up playing out. But, um, yeah, listen, so that's a positive to this thing. Uh, I like that. Uh, the top of the field field this week is really good. Uh, so listen, yeah. you're looking at DraftKings, you know, pricing. You're looking at the top of the board. Like, all right, great. Not wrong. Got Rom, got out, JT, Will's Alatorre. You got Xander. Did you see the albatross?
0: <laughs> Dude, I saw the highlight. That guy was fucking yeah. unconscious today. What you, did he end up ten or eleven on this day?
1: Uh, ten under. Yeah, so you lost by two. Yeah, that that was literally the perfect shot. <laughs> Dropped right like two feet, like past the water, and just rolled right in. It was excellent. Uh, you got Morikawa, you got Sung Jae, you got Maxo and Hideki. That's top of the list. Yep. And then I was like, all right, because I start, like you, I started looking at the rest of the field. I'm like, this is, this is not great. <laughs> it's not great. Um, <laughs> not because, great so this is not an elevated event. Uh, and also there's a really good field over in Dubai. Like Rory's going to play it, Lowry, all the Euroterror guys are, are over there. I think Hovland's even playing that. So that's split. And then you got obviously the live guys aren't playing who a lot of lib guys used to play this thing, like DJ, Brooks, mm-hmm. Reed, Bryson. Um, so I'm like, all right, why well, don't try and name like the next, like, like the next two down? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Taylor Montgomery, uh, your mm-hmm. buddy mm-hmm. shanked one in the water, uh, in contention. Uh you got Jason Day, who I think a lot of people are gonna bet next week. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you got Sahit Tagala, you got Matt McNeely, Kirk Kadayama, Keegan, Davis Riley. Cam Davis, Justin Rose, Ricky, Siwoo, Taylor Pendrith. That's 12 more. Yeah. And, okay. You know, not all inspiring. And then I'm like, why don't I try and name, like, the next tier? So, here's the names, I think, of the next tier. Gary Woodland, everybody's favorite. Washed Washed. Up Gary. Uh, He's in that list. You got Thomas Dietrich. I like Dietrich. All right, you got Dietrich there. You got Hayden Buckley, who people bet last year. Almost got an outright on Sony. Yeah, got Davis Thompson, Patrick Rogers, uh, Luke List, last year's winner. Adam Hadwin, Ben Griffin. Um, and this is like, we're basically just hitting now, that's the end of the top 30 of this field. So, so nice. And there's still 110 players left. Uh, it's a bad field. It's a top-heavy field. Uh, odds are going to be garbage uh, for most of these top 20 players. Um, and even more so because the first ten are really, 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 really good players. Yeah. Um, listen, under thirty-one is gonna win this week. Yeah. I, I don't know what to. I don't, I don't know what to tell anybody. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna that's happen. Like, like like your decisions are gonna come down to who. Basically, all right. If you want to stretch it out to fifty to one, fine. Do that. Um, just figure out who in that range is gonna be on the grinding card, and then the rest is positionals.
0: That's, That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. Matchups, man. I'm going to have to really start grinding on the matchups, but I feel like I don't want to change my process on it just because I think I'm just going to have to take more shots. Mm. I yep. don't want to change my process because it's it's doing well. I feel like I just need to add more fucking matchups. To I sorry, I th-
1: you just got to accept that uh, either add more matchups or just accept that this is just how it's going to be. You're going to grind out profits with matchups and, and positionals and the outrights is going to be, well, did I hit the 15-to-1 that I put at the top of my card this
0: week? So gross.
1: Yeah. All right, let's talk about Story Pines. It's it's
0: uh, it's, a, it's a great course. It looks good on TV. Well, yeah. I,
1: well, why don't I ask you? <laughs> okay. Uh, because everybody knows my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, this, uh, this, uh, you know, it's it's a golf course.
0: Yeah, so, what I'm what do say, you I'm, actually
1: what do you actually like about this thing, this place?
0: I don't. I, I just do it to, to bite at you and troll at you. Like I don't really give a shit. Like, I, like it doesn't look it doesn't look good on TV. Um, no. I would like the hat a course because that that. I guess just because it's not a birdie fest. I was confused. The South course is the harder course.
1: Yeah. So the South course oh, is it. the hardest course or the harder course. Only uh PGA Nash of all turn. Ter- uh, but it's boring there. as fuck. Well, yeah. Well, all but golf that- courses <laughs> with at least five tournaments since 2015. Is the second hardest, not a major venue, yeah. by the way. Second yeah, hardest right. in the PG tour. Uh, but it's only boring. Behind it's, the all- holiday classic.
0: it's so boring. Like, yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, like, there's, no, there's no penalty areas, except for uh, on, there's a water hazard on nine. And if you hit into a canyon, which takes some effort, it's just a right. lot of <laughs> bogeys. Like yeah. you hit in the rough, you miss a green, you can't get up and down. Maybe a double if you screw up in the bunker, but like, you don't see these like big car crashes, like eights, nines, right. seven, something like that. Like, like at the Honda, you right. see that. Love you it. know, or yeah. like even this week with uh, poor SH Kim uh taking four oh, times out man. of that out of uh abomination my, bunker.
0: My wife had uh, happened to walk into the office uh when that was going on, and she's like, Is he still hitting it out of there? And she kept she was like watching in awe and she was like, I I would just throw the ball up. I was like, You can't do that, babe. It's a tournament. She's like, Then I just could quit. <laughs> I was like, I, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I get it, babe. <laughs>
1: oh, he might he might have been triggered by just the patchy uh, Bermuda. Oh, that's sod! My god, what the god. hell is going on with that?
0: So you see it, you see it down here, like with like model homes and shit like that, or like new homes that get put in. Like they they don't do the sod right. So as a I used to when I was a firefighter, my side job was always like landscaping and irrigation. You know, rough blue collar. Fucking death in Savannah, shit. And uh, what they do is they they don't they don't. You figure a grounds crew would know how to do this, but there's no way they're pulling the roots down before they throw this on to get yeah. it to ca- catch easier. They're probably just chucking it down there. Half of it's fucking dead. You always see a half dead lawn's down here. The company's gonna come back out and put it down. I was like, if you just fucking scraped it with your fucking fingers uh, before you threw it down, it would fucking ninety percent better chance. Of
1: yeah, falling. I mean honestly, it looks like I went to like raymar and Flanagan or like a carpet store. <laughs> I just put down like brown carpet, just patches. <laughs> You it's, it's horrible. Anyways, um, so Tory Pines, uh, William Bell design, opened in 1957.
0: Hey, BK. Hey, BK said so what's up. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, BK. BK. <laughs> um, so, opened in
1: 1957 on the site of a US, Open, or a U.S. Army base. I think it was an old airfield. Um, and then 2000, uh, the USGA had an appetite for municipal golf courses, you know, giving it back to the people. Grow the game, hashtag. Uh, so they took two municipals in Bethpage Black and Torrey Pines, and they gave it to a uh, fellow named Reese Jones to, uh, you know, do a creative redesign and renovation of it. And his bright ideas was more bunkers and farther back tee shots or tee boxes. He did that on both, pro- both golf courses. And he did it. I, I, listen, like Bethpage still has some interesting holes and in characters. I was going to say,
0: Bethpage is yeah. No, yes. Not. I mean, not he
1: nice. had. There were some good bones. To work. With. This thing, though. Like, so I put a flyover of the PGA Tour, and it just, it just makes me just more mad at the thing. Like, like who would actually watch this video and want to pay five hundred dollar round, you know, ticket trip out to San Diego and then pay two seventy eight to play this thing? It. I, I don't know. So yeah, it's a I'm, narrow golf course.
0: Jesus Christ, it's almost as much as fucking sawgrass.
1: Yeah, it's $278 for non residents to play.
0: How much is it for residents?
1: Uh, probably super cheap, it's, right? It is, I don't know.
0: Because I know Bowser can play fucking uh, TPC uh, Summerlin out there in Vegas. He can play it for like fucking like 40 bucks.
1: Yeah. Then honestly, I probably would put Red Summerlin in this place. So, yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So, anyways, so among the sure. changes that Reese Jones did, uh, basically repositioned a lot of greens next to canyons, narrowed the fairways, uh, grew up the rough, uh, you know, pushed back some tee boxes. Now it plays up to about 7,800 yards. Uh, it's going to play about 77.35 this year. I'll get to that a little later because there's been some weather issues that, uh, I don't know, maybe they might want to reconsider that yardage <laughs> 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 given how much rain they've gotten. Um, so I'll give you a reminder about what they've done recently it is before the U.S. Open, uh, basically, they want to try and dress guys just bomb and gouging this place. So they brought in Reese Jones again. They repositioned some fairway bunkers, moved them out a little bit. I, sh- I show a couple pictures about hole number one, how they, ch- they ended up pushing out a bunker uh, to be about 310 the landing zone. They also pushed the bunkers in to actually make it more narrow somehow. Instead said before, there used to be like a patch of rough and then bunkers. Now the fairways kind of bleed in a little bit to the bunkers. Um and they wanted quote unquote accuracy to matter and uh, through two years and two U.S. Opens or uh, two uh, Farmers Insurance Opens hasn't really made a whole lot of difference. No, Uh, driving accuracy rates are down and bombers are still prevailing. Um, you did see Patrick Reed here, uh, you know, two years ago.
0: I'll get yeah, but he's like he's like world class, like. Like, yes. he's a scumbag, but his short game was always fucking ridiculous. Right.
1: I mean, I'll get to that later. Like, there's a couple ways you can win here. So, um, growing the rough more and making it narrower did not dissuade anybody. Guys still were pulling driver over and over. And, it, like, you look at last year's leaderboard. Um, Lukeless wins. Zal Torres in second. Jason Day and John Rahman third. Tringali also in third. He's added some distance. Rose can actually hit it out. They're pretty good. Neiman finished in top 10. Tower Montgomery is T11. Um, so he might be a pretty popular play considering how he uh, was this year.
0: I was going to ask you that, right? So I know course history matters. Yeah, not like crazy matters, but it's fucking still matters. So it, like how many rounds do we have of Montgomery putting on West Coast, POA, or this type of POA? Uh, I mean, three here. Right. This give me a question. For uh, I
1: mean, I could, I could, yeah. So the greens at Silverado are bent poa. They're mostly California poa. Uh, that's really about it, though. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some corn fairy events that I don't know about. That probably he I'll has, ask. Uh,
0: I'll ask. I'll ask Jeff. I'll, I'll see what he knows. He probably, he's a psycho with that fucking corn fairy. Shit. Oh, the corn fairy stuff. Like, yeah. Oh my god.
1: I'm yeah, maniac. He even past my. Preview. <laughs> So that's some of the changes they made to that, but it didn't really change the approach of how you want to play this thing. Bombers, as they'll get to have a big edge here. As far as agronomy goes, uh, so a lot of people are going to talk about how it's kikuyu grass. You hear that that a lot. Well, this time of year, though, it's overseed. The kikuyu, just like Bermuda, it's dormant. So it's rye overseed fairways, rye overseed rough, Typically, the rough, uh, this is another interesting uh, nugget about this tournament. So, typically, it's three inches in length uh, because of all the rain they've gotten uh, over the last like couple months or so. And they're going to get rain again, I think, this week. Uh, The rough is going to be at three and a half inches a little thicker, what it usually is, just because it's had a lot of moisture. Uh, And actually, the uh, uh, superintendent said, uh, yeah, it's going to play real long and real tough. Uh, should be fun. And uh, I think his definition of fun on the golf course is uh,
0: different than different, different, what the PGA guys want. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, yeah, so, so basically it's going to be a 7,700-yard 7, golf course that is really soft, really long, with really thick rough. I mean, if, if you take a guy who's short off the tee, like, he better have the best short game in the world and be an elite putter on POA. Like like Patrick yeah. Green or Brant Snedeker.
0: Oh, Snedeker. Yeah, he Fuck. won like my, twice here. Yeah, I forgot. I feel like we, every year when we talk about this, I'm like, oh yeah, Snedeker. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, well, Snedeker's one
1: was crazy. I remember actually uh uh one of my first bets, I think this is in like 2016. That's when I started really starting betting on golf. Um so Snedeker got in the clubhouse at like four under, and he was like three back of everybody. But it was horrible weather and they push in the Monday and the, the weather was worse on Monday. And so I bet Snedeker at like six to one overnight. And then everybody <laughs> just came right back to him. And I ended up winning. <laughs> nice. I'm like, Hey, maybe I'm good at this thing. And that's <laughs> actually how I kind of started game on golf. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, so that's the South course. I'll get to a little more nuggets about it a little bit, but uh, then there's the North course, which is basically a, a shorter version uh the south course now they did a uh renovation to it a couple of years ago uh by the late Tom Weisskopf who also did uh TPC Scottsdale and and um uh uh, uh TPC Craig Ranch. Uh they enlarged the greens a little bit they removed uh some fairway bunkers moved a lot of trees um and they also flipped the nines so they basically they wanted the back nine to play more along the coast. You know it's yeah. it's, it's 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 an okay routing but I mean it's Kind of has the same pitfalls as uh, the South Course. Really narrow uh, bunkers in the driving zones, um, thick rough. Basically, if you've seen one hole at Tory Pines, you've seen them all. It's kind of just the same. All right, I have a narrow corridor with two bunkers on both sides. I'm going to hit into a multi-tier green, guarded both sides by a bunker. Yeah, it's the same over and over and over. Oh, there's the ocean. That's cool. Uh, oh, I'm gonna play another long par four. Okay, all right. So, yeah, that's that's Tory Pines. Nope. Um, yep. But I,
0: but the other course is super easy.
1: So it's it's it's, it's easier. Easy. It's easy. Ah, uh, it's it's easier. Um, you can still screw it up, but yes, it's it, it's only 7,200 yards. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy. So, uh, I mean. The Seeker's out as far as like, sh- you know, showdowns or anything. Guys, just, you know, Thursday and Friday, you're just going to stack everybody on yeah. North. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I think uh, the Patrick Reed year, there was a definitive wave split where you wanted guys on Thursday playing the North course because the weather was absolute shit on Friday that you mm-hmm. couldn't score on North. Uh, and then Reed ended up winning that tournament. So. Uh, watch for the weather. I think it's it's gonna be cold next week. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of wind when I looked at it last week, but that could change. it's fucking. Sad. uh you'll probably have a a fog delay on Thursday. Uh, you know that's for, really gonna annoy us. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's Tory Pines in a, in a nutshell. Um, oh, and then the greens. they'll run about and on a, which is a little, you know it's it's about PG two average. That's kind of quick for Poe, especially with how some of these greens are. Uh, if you're on the wrong level, we tough the pot on them. I'll get to that in a little bit. Actually, I'll get no. to that right now. So, okay. Uh, so, bang strategies, Corey Pines. Uh, I just mentioned the yardage. Uh, first of all, so some of the differences between you know, the, the north and the south course. Um, south course plays about 77, 65 yards this year. Uh, north course, seventy-two fifty-eight. 58. Somewhere setups, thick rough, narrow fairways. Just one's a lot shorter than the other. Uh, the greens are also different. Uh, The greens are Poana on the south course, but they're grass on the north. So, unfortunately, there's no shot link data over there. You're not really going to know how they do it, but that is different. It's going to be a different green type. So, uh, maybe something to keep in mind if you're doing showdown or round matchups. Um, You know, if you see a guy who struggles on grass, um, you know, when they play the north, might be something to consider. Um, Torrey Pines has... uh, the longest par fours and par, par fives as far as yardage uh, of any golf course that's hosted at least five tournaments since 2015. Uh, the only, only non major venue that's longer was actually Vedanta Villarta, the Mexico Open last year, which was also won by John Rahm, who is awesome here. Maybe it's not really a whole you know, big coincidence uh, why he won both of them. Uh, South Course, like we talked about, is one of the toughest golf courses in the PG Tour. Uh, only PGA National plays tougher. Of all tournaments, we released five uh, uh, golfers released five tournaments there since 2015. Plays on average about 1.1 1. 1 over par. Last year played pretty easy. I think it was softer and there wasn't really a whole lot of wind, um, but still played over par. You know, honestly, with the PGs, with how good these guys are, it's very rare to get to a tournament that uh, or a golf course that, unless it's really affected by wind, um, plays over par. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that a little bit this year. Uh, you know, sometimes the same course with not really great weather. Um, can play over par. It played what minus two and a half. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a tough test for these guys. Uh, just on its face, just because it's long, it's narrow. Um, you know, it's uh, the greens are really difficult to put on, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, yeah. Let's talk about off the tee though. So it ranks as the ninth toughest yeah. off the tee. Um, you know, even though everything's right out in front of you, it's it's very defined. It's okay. I gotta right. basically hit it towards this side of the fairway. I gotta make sure I'm not in the bunker. These these fairway bunkers too, like they're like puzzle pieces. You can get some really awkward spots, especially if it's a really long distance. Um, it's also kind of like a weird type of sand as well. I don't think these guys are used to hitting out of this type of sand. It's, um, but it's, uh, you know, it's right in front of you. It's just, it's narrow. It's thick, rough. Um, you know, on that, you know, the driving actually rates well below PGA average. It averages about 60%. The last year has been 58% because I think because of all the changes, you know, because you know narrowing it guys like all right i'm just gonna hit as hard as i can just hope to get a good lie uh so yeah the last two years the red drive action rate has been down even more uh only quail hollow revere and silverado have lower driving accuracy rates uh than tory pines uh you gotta hit driver you can't avoid it otherwise you're gonna have 220 into every par four right Uh, or if you're ryan armor you're gonna have 275 (laughs) in the par four (laughs) uh but even though i uh, this is interesting um that even though that there's really thick rough at Torrey Pines, there isn't much of a penalty to actually hitting in the rough versus hitting from the fairway. Like Data Golf, I, I like this stat. They actually compare uh, your strokes gain per approach shots from hitting from the fairway versus the rough. And listen, there is a natural penalty to doing it, but it's about PG tour average as far as like the penalty for being in the rough and being in the fairway. It's actually about the same as like Y lie, which is strange. So and I, and I was thinking about why, and I'm like, well, it's it's pretty. Even if you're in the fairway, still pretty long approach shots. Uh, these are smaller greens on the South Course. They're smaller greens, and they're quad, you know, they're, they have quadrants to them. So if you're on the wrong level, it's hard to like, you know, maybe put up, you know, and get up and down. You know, there's a lot of three putts here, or you know, because they're small, it's long approach shots. You know, there's probably a good chance you're going to miss the green anyway. And if you're in the rough, you're probably going to miss the green. So you're going to end up being in the same place pretty much as a guy who might be the fairway in the rough, you know, trying to get up and down. So, and you see a lot of that on this golf course. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about is uh, the putting as far as like, you know, just stats before we get into uh, like skill sets and approach shots stuff. Um, The South course are the toughest. They are the toughest uh, greens to putt on from under five feet and five to 15 feet on the PG tour. Um, and that's because of the Poana. Uh, you know, this West Coast Poana, it's bumpier, it's inconsistent, it's not like a lot of the Poana you see on the East Coast. It's a little runs a little smoother. There's a lot of luck involved in putting on this Poana. Um, you know, if you hit the wrong bud, even if it's a perfect perfect putt, it's gonna go offline. Um, you know, it's gonna be, you know, and that's why you see like a guy like Luke List. He won here last year.
0: Fucking amazing, amazing, by the way.
1: Or Will Zalatoris <laughs> last year. Like, I mean, he's got his tr- fair share of troubles and some he, he, looks,
0: he, he looked okay. So he kind did he take look. Did he fade over in the last two he days? was
1: like 13 under or so? He was hanging around like the top like 40-ish, I think.
0: Didn't I get wasn't I getting blah by people who were like such a stupid take that he can't make that many birdies? I'm like, yeah, well, I fucking
1: can't. I have Didn't. no idea. Were you getting heat online from that? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe I, did, they, did you just they, make that up? I might have just made it up. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right, um, let's say look at the relative skill set chart. I put that in my uh, my article. Listen, no surprise. Uh, a high correlation of success and guys who are really long off the tee. just based on how I described it. Like anytime we have come to a long, narrow, thick, rough golf course, it seems like the results are already like predetermined. Like if you hit it a mile, you hit it really long, you have an edge on everybody because especially like with greens like this, they're smaller and qu- they got quadrants. Cursor, I'm gonna get to it, buddy. Okay, I have an odds projection. We'll do <laughs> it at the end. Okay, I've already talked about it with my co-host here. All right, just wait. Just let me get through my spiel. Okay.
0: I didn't even notice all that all shit. I was watching the game with Brian. Anyways, there's screaming. a there's a
1: huge edge to be long. Uh, as far as like approach shots, like listen, like. There's not a huge correlation. There's some guys who've been really good with their irons, really bad. Uh, guys have been really good around the green, guys have been not. Uh, it seems like if you just if you're really long and you're like pretty good at like maybe your irons or putting or irons and around the green, we've seen that combination work really well here. Uh, you know, work for Luke List. You work for a guy like John Rahm is really good all around game. Or we've seen Brand Snedeker, Patrick Reed, who if it's a year that like basically everyone's missing fairways, a lot of people are missing greens. They're just better at getting up and down than anybody else in the PJ Tour. That's how they end up winning this thing. So I think that's kind of what I'm looking for as far as like either outright or positionals is if you hit it a mile, if you're like Wyndham Clark, probably going to be interested, or a Patrick Rogers, or if you're somebody who is just really good at getting up and down, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of really bad players. We just lot- We
0: just talked about not fucking betting fucking long shots. What is Wyndham Clark? No, no, positionals.
1: Oh, oh, like <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> um Christ. seventy to one? So gross. It's it's bad. Uh or if I see a guy who's just like like a Steven Yeager, I think. Like a guy oh, who just life. gets up and down, can't hit a fair way if his life depended on it, it's shitty tenor, with his irons. Yeah. Like, but he can save strokes that way. That might be something to shoot like a top forty bet, but like Otherwise, for an outright, it's probably going to be a longer hitter. And then the last thing, uh, approach shot uh, proximity. Is 68, 68% of your approach shots come from over 150. Um, and it's pretty even split between 150, 200, 200-plus. 200 I'm probably going to break up both buckets and just take a look. Uh, you know, If you're deficient maybe for 150, 200, but you're really good at 200-plus uh, or you're kind of balanced, I'm going to look at that. But, yeah, don't look at anything under 150. It's not really going to matter a whole lot. Um my
0: matter. A key, it's dude. probably gonna
1: matter a little more on the North Course, but that's not the type of profile a guy that usually wins here. Usually, a guy who's
0: the Yeager sucks here.
1: Whatever. I, dude, I, I just I, I know, mentioned I a, a, I mentioned a guy who it just gets I know. up and down. I know. Okay. Sorry. So I don't know his exact strokes gain number, buddy. <laughs> Do you want to chime in with anything here, or can I get to Brian Kirschner's question?
0: You can get to Brian question. All
1: right. Question let's too. go with odds projection. Okay. I think. All right. Let's ask you, you first, since I've done a lot of talking. Yeah. Uh, what's Rom going to be, you think? Five to one. I agree. I think five to one. Uh, who's next after him?
0: <laughs> Read me the fucking stuff so, again.
1: you're top of the world. Yeah, Fino, JT, Zalator, Xander, JT. JT, will be,
0: JT will be nine or ten. Fino yeah, will be.
1: I, I think Fino is going to be second.
0: So I think JT just because of name recognition. Okay. Like, All right. So JT 12, 12 to one. And then I think yeah, 10, 10 or twelve to one. I think then Finau twelve or fourteen. Yeah, um, who's who else we got? We got yeah, uh, Zalatoris,
1: Xander. I think Xander is going to be fifteen to one based on how he's Xander
0: will be yeah, Xander be between fourteen and eighteen.
1: I think Xalatoris eighteen probably because he, he so you know he got second last year, but he didn't play all that great this year. Yeah, week but the
0: school. books, the books, the books know all those golf fucking rejects. <laughs> um, I mean, what's always, he like? Always was he like thirty to totally. one a century though. Yeah, but nobody had seen him yet.
1: Okay. What well, was we'll see this week? Yeah. Was he, like, he was like 20.
0: Yeah. I think he's
1: going to be hanging around 18, 20. That's fine. All right. I think Morikawa's going to be 20. Well, just because be okay. I, I think guys are going to be scared of the fact that he's so short off the tee. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I would say Homa's probably like 22 to 1.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad one either.
1: Hideki's <laughs> like 28 to 1.
0: So the cursor said he'll come if Zal's fucking 18. I think Zal will be 18.
1: I think he's going to be like. Six you can years. only put
0: so many guys under the – you can only put so many guys underneath fucking –
1: Yeah, I, when, when a guy like Rahm is 5-1, to one, like, yeah. I, I think it would be 18. Uh, maybe Hideki pushing closer to 30. I think Montgomery's going to be 30. I'll bet him again this week because I'm a fucking loser. Bet Day's going to be – he'll end up at 30.
0: Can you imagine betting fucking Jason Day at 30 to fucking one?
1: Listen, he had a decent fall. He's I got a great a story history. I, I think people care. are going to bet him. I think so the stupid. wrong people are going to be on Jason Day this week.
0: That's
1: stupid. Uh, be the worst. Let's see. I think uh, Heath will probably be 50. Matt McNeely, maybe he'll be around 45, 50. He'll uh, probably, probably be 45 to 1. Bet
0: that loser, too. No question about it.
1: Yeah. Cam Davis, even though he sucked last week, he'll probably
0: be 5 <clears throat> to one again. I'm done. I'm done with that fucking Australian prick. I'm done. <laughs> he was awful this week. Everybody Fucking loved him. terrible. I mean now I know why he's only been contention
1: like four times in two years.
0: Yeah, right, because he blows guys
1: the guys empty calories.
0: Exactly. You look at him on the stat sheet and that's it. I should have listened to you when you said he's only been I I I, did, I, did, I heard you say it multiple times to me last week. You were trying to give me a red flag.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I like, even I even bet it too, and then I realized the world bet him. Right. I was like, oh, well, this is gonna work out yeah. awful. Awful.
0: That always, you know? the, but that influences me too. I gotta stay the fuck off of Twitter Monday morning. Is what I gotta. No,
1: I guess I gotta send you that sheet with with how many times yeah, yeah, these guys yeah. been in contention for the yeah. last two years because like yeah. it, it'll help you. And then all right, I mean, I bet like a Hayden Buckley will be like a seventy because he you know he almost won Sony. He's got some pop too. Will Gordon, he may be like. 80 to 1, 90 to 1,
0: I think. Why is John, listen, I know John, so John was just down here like congratulating guys and shit. There's still six seconds left, man. Shit can happen. Don't be down. Don't be coming down from your box. Do the nice, Do the nice at the ball? No, I don't get the ball yet. So why are you fucking down here congratulating people? I don't know. I don't like it. The six seconds left. So Cowboys no cow it, cow have the ball. Six seconds left. I think they're like a 35, 40 of their own. Maybe I okay.
1: Don't, I don't
0: All right, well, I got too. nine minus three
1: minus three and a half. And I yeah. So, I, so listen, it's been, it's been a bad NFL week for your boy.
0: <laughs> it's actually been pretty. It's been okay for me. All right. Um, All if right. I didn't waste, if I didn't, I waste way too much money on first down. Fucking touchdown. Mm-hmm. Is that? Is,
1: is, is that like people betting over hundred to one in golf? That's that's the equipment for football for you. Just wasting money. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I got nothing else. I think this is a very clearly defined week. And I, I don't really know what else to say. I don't really. I, I it's probably going to be someone under thirty to one. Like we talked about the top it's of the show, absolutely going to
0: be like, somebody under the third. Like
1: I look at this field, like, good luck. Like I, I, I uh, there is a universe where somebody in that third tier could win, but like, yeah. I, no. Like I'm. If I miss the boat on like somebody one fifty to one this league, I, I don't give a shit.
0: No, I don't care. I don't no. care. Like I don't, I don't care. care anymore. Like the same care. reason I laid off the first touchdown bet tonight. Like I wanted to play Schultz, but if I miss out on a six to one fucking Schultz, I don't give a shit. Like who cares? Oh Jesus fucking Christ! That dude went up. That was awesome. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that, dude, that dude. got stuck. All, um, right. all right. You got anything else? Right. Nah, man, that's it. Uh, so condensed schedule this week. Like you said, I forgot about it until you said it. Uh, yeah, back to back tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, back tomorrow's to betting
1: tomorrow. By the way, so tomorrow's betting show, it, it's gonna be similar to what we mm-hmm. did last year. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be us. Well, I think it's gonna be a lot easier than last year. Last year we went through like the outright board. We're like, all right, we could. I could see myself nope. betting these guys. Yeah, I got to feel it's gonna be more probably speculation about like who were betting positionals. Like, that's yeah, gonna be I'm,
0: more. Like, and I, the, I don't, I'll be like, part. here are guys I'm tagging Yeah, here are guys I'm targeting in matchups or fading and things like that.
1: Yeah, like, like I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest, I. I think I could see myself going, Finau, Homa, and that's the outright card. Yeah,
0: I don't it. hate that. I don't no. hate that. I could. But, see, I, it'd be I could, I could I could I could see myself going just Xander Finau. You know, see if I could catch that Xander wave. Okay, you could do that. I got to see what the numbers are going to be, and my numbers are going to be out two hours before the show, and they're going to be shittier than everybody else's because I fucking live in Florida. And God forbid we could you can smoke fucking bath salts and fucking eat people's faces, but you can't fucking lay down a fucking legal bet. How Thanks, long ago it a get a, Get I your shit That's to a good reference, gather. by the
1: way.
0: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs>
1: People thought the zombie apocalypse was upon us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they guy, the got guy shot three times and Jesse kept coming. Yeah, man. Literally, literal
0: zombie. Dude, I saw a video the other night. Uh it was it was like this older white cat too and he was like swinging a club at a cop cop shot him like fucking five times like it wasn't the greatest grouping right but he still hit him in the fucking torso five times before and he kept coming at him and he finally went down but he was like an older like looked like a like a i don't know looked like a fucking banker you know what i mean (laughs) it it didn't look like and i was like what the fuck everybody's like what the hell was he on but, and I showed my wife, and she was like horrified. And I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry. I, you're not used to seeing dead bodies. Like, <laughs> shit, my bad. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me a bit, but you, yeah, my right. bad. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Have fun sleeping, baby. Love you." <laughs> well, that's great with yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever. There you go. All right, <laughs> no, I got nothing else. We'll I don't see think anybody night. listens to the. I don't think anybody listens to the end anyway. We should actually, we should actually make some sort of game out of it and see if people listen to the end.
1: Probably should. Yeah, I, I, I told Jeff Nagel a couple of weeks ago, I'm like you should start. We're gonna start burying Easter eggs because I know you don't listen to the end. So.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So I wonder what I sound like on one and a half speed, because that's how everybody listens to podcasts, right? I wonder if people yeah, are I able to so. listen to me speak at one and a half speed.
1: So I, I've i been told I was a a a fast talker, so I probably yeah. go super, super, super fast. <laughs> yeah, on one and a half. You might have to like adjust it for me. One and a half for you, and like three quarters for me <laughs> to understand
0: it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's end. Well, mush, mush, mush. chiming in with a huge NFL weekend. Congratulations, Mush love you buddy all right other than that we'll see you guys on back-to-back shows tomorrow live the pods will both be out uh late monday night or early tuesday morning depending on uh what side of the coast you're on other than that whatever decent week but bullshit that uh, fucking sticks to one hit again and uh whatever fucking breaking push.